This right now is crazy. You in that chair, me in this chair. Crazy. 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 It is crazy, but here we are. But I don't think I. I never thought that like. And we're ta- we're talking right now, huh? Oh, I j- I leave it running always. Okay. I leave it running. All right. Oh, give me a testing. Well, forget about the testing. Oh yeah, I see you. I see you. You're here. Forget about it. You're here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what are we talking about? Should I do or, my intro? Yeah. Is it even appropriate at this point? To is do an there intro? a topic? Is there a topic? Well, the topic is gratitude. Oh, okay. See, okay. So Leave let me, me let me do my intro. Okay. <clears throat> Hello and welcome to the last ever episode of Spotlight COD. Whoa. And my last ever show here Whoa. for the radio station. Yeah, that's deep. It's deep, right? Yeah, but it's good. Yeah, things have to end. I know. Things have to end. But yeah. I know that like sitting here with you and talking to you about, you know, what, what we've been through here at the station. Oh, okay. That feels right. You know. Go on. Oh my God, this intro is all screwed up. <laughs> I'm sitting here with Martha, who, Martha Hackett. Who is Martha Hackett? Martha Hackett. I'll tell you, Martha. What's the Martha Hackett? I'll tell you, Martha. She's our station manager here Whoa. at COD Roadrunner Radio. She's also our station mom, mm. particularly my station mom. Mm. And the love is real. I don't understand. I don't understand. Because we're so different, right? We're w- really different. But maybe we aren't. I think our point of connection is um, our sensitivity. You. And when people, mm. when something's going on in your heart, I might not know exactly what it is, but I know that there's something going on in your heart. And um, I, may, I make space for it. And I, I think you make space for me. I've seen, <laughs> who are you? No, anyway, I've seen you like today. You took up for me, and like you really didn't even know the 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 whole conversation or whatever the conversation was like yesterday. But you you came in there just like what? No, I feel no. It's kind of like when somebody's talking to me and then you look at me, and it's kind of like no, I see you. No, let her speak. Mm-hmm. Like like I matter. So tell, let's talk about what happened today. Let's talk about what I walked into today when I walked into the station. So I walk into the station today. The vibes the vibes are bizarre to say the least. And Scott's talking about you know Martha. She's jumped off the ledge. Martha. She's <laughs> jumped off the cliff. I yeah. said, please, someone explain to me what this cliff is. What the cliff is. So why don't you tell me about that? Why don't you tell me? what I'm walking into today. Well, it's funny, though, because you um, said you walked in and you felt the vibes. Mm-hmm. But you also said that you came in. I brought with... my own vibe. Yeah. <laughs> yes, so I did. There were mixed vibes. <laughs> and yes. there was a little confusion there. Like, I yeah. was confused. Well, so we're kind of, we're, we're beating around the bush yes, here. Yes, we is. Because you, people tell me that you... You quit yesterday. Oh, they, you know what? The quit word is the, today is the first time I've heard quit. What I did was process overnight, and I realized that what I was getting indirectly from the powers that be, that they didn't 
need me here any longer. Doesn't that, that sounds like, wow. Yeah, that's what I felt. Stations being defunded, right? That's what's happening. Right, so I took it like I'm being defunded. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, yeah. You, you felt like you had um, sort of stayed your welcome and you didn't want to impose, right. I think is what that was, right? Well, and I heard defunded. I heard that was coming. But I also heard that there were maybe different options that would come up in the future, but it didn't feel like I was in the running for that. Like they weren't mm. suggested for me. And at the same time within myself, I did kind of feel like I was done here, you know, like I learned what I needed to and just was trying to stay in a safe place. What brought you here to the station? Hmm. Today I was thinking, wow, I've been doing podcast type radio things for like, I don't know, 20 years ago, 25 years ago. And here I am again. So a lot of, I feel like I'm supposed to do this. Something about you is that I think you have like a song in your heart and I think it keep you keep finding it again. You know, you spent so many years as Martha, sort of like the mother, Martha, the wife, Miss Hackett, the elementary school teacher. Yikes. But was it, <laughs> no, but... But isn't there something that keeps pulling you back to the song? Mm. Martha, the school teacher, it's like I was her, but that wasn't me. I was the mother, but that wasn't all I was. Mm -hmm. So a lot of things that turned out as successes for me was not all of me if that makes sense. A hundred percent. And so during this space and being here, more of me mm. was able to come out. And so I liked it. This sort of like creative thread that you've been pulling at here. From what I know about you, it goes all the way back, right? It does. It does. And thank you for pulling that out of me. Thank you for pulling my string. Thank you. It was right there. It feels good when somebody pulls your string. It was right there. <laughs> <laughs> right? It was right there. But how did you see it? <clears throat> Interesting that you would say that. I want you to tell me what you perceive of me because, you know, the way... But no, that's not how this works. Oh. No, that's not how this works. Because what what are you <laughs> seeing? I'm. I want to learn what you're seeing. Maybe you're seeing something in me that I don't see and I need to see. I see someone who's maybe maybe sort of surrounded by surrounded by all these doors, mm. but there's like this light and mm. it's coming through the cracks. Am I going to the doors? <laughs> you're behind the door. Oh, I'm behind the and door. And you're shining. And you're I'm shining, shining through the door. Ooh. And then I'm on the other side of the door uh -huh. and I'm seeing the cracks. Whoa. So are we gonna bang down the door? Or what's what's gonna happen? We're we gonna open it. What's happening? Five doors? What? I'm seeing it. But I need to know what's going to happen. <laughs> shall we open it? Shall we? We shall.
I want to know. I want to know, Martha. Take me back to 1970s <laughs> LA. That's funny because who is Martha Goodwin? Oh my 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 my! That's funny because I've never been asked that question, and that that is only important to me, right? <laughs> That's why we connect. Because who would ask that? <laughs> You I want to know. That is funny. You would say the '70s because <laughs> when I come up with music for my shows, it always falls back to the '70s. It's like dang. I've noticed. I was like, my playlist is heavy on the '70s. What is going on? Earth, Wind, and Fire. Mm. Earth, Wind, and Fire. Shaka Khan. I even had uh, Seals and Croft. <laughs> Eclectic, but a lot of. The things I grew up with, that was the time where I could start going to parties and dancing and mm-hmm. be cute mm-hmm. and, you know, get attention. And then uh, was a very, very shy little girl. And that's when maybe people started paying attention to me. Mm-hmm. And I started <laughs> getting friends and maybe looking at myself in a different way. Yeah, But a lot of it was very superficial. Mm. Mm-hmm. When I look back at it now, like that's why a lot of things didn't pan out because I didn't have any really deep motivations or authentic. It was just about maybe somebody can notice me or maybe I can feel okay about myself. Yeah. Still finding out who I was. But when I think about the 70s, I think about my hair, big hair. <laughs> And I think about my clothes, and I would try to maybe emulate Shaka Khan and have, um, she would wear kind of like tops that were kind of ripped, you know, like Mm -hmm. little, Mm -hmm. and um, bell bottoms, you know, and earrings, and, (laughs) and just that scene, I would go down on Crenshaw, Crenshaw Boulevard. Have you heard of Crenshaw? Yeah. Okay, and that was L.A., and that's where, you know, some of the nightclubs were. And I was never myself. Hmm. Oh, I didn't know who I was. I was a wannabe. A wannabe. What did you want to do with your life when you were younger? I wanted to do the proper thing, the practical thing. And I wanted to go to, oops. Now here comes the truth, huh? Mm. I wanted to sing, and I wanted to be in a singing group. I wanted to entertain. But my family led me into the practical, you know, college. And then I thought, well, I could be the head of a company. I could be the spokesperson for a big top company you know, in one of those tall buildings downtown L.A. That's me, because I felt like I got good grades and I could do that. And I knew I would go high. But then I had all this. I want, I tried to start a singing group with my little cousins. What was it called? I don't know, but I was going to be the leader. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you knew. <laughs> right. And they would follow me. And we made up something. And I would always try to sing, but I never got that 
encouragement. I was never mm -hmm. around it. But I did my own concert one time where I was a solo artist. How my, old were you? Maybe 18. Wow. And it was non-traditional gospel concert. It was wow. non-traditional. And um, I have a friend who, well, I had a friend who played uh, the keyboard and he saw something there in me. And so a lot of our friends during that time were doing their own concerts and he encouraged me to do my own concert. Like just by myself, get background singers. And it was Martha in C sharp. That's what he named it. So I guess most of my songs are there. I'm just remembering that now. And I got up out there and I did it. I was out of my mind. Because once I got in, like, <laughs> once I started thinking, I'm like, what in the world am I doing? See, that's how, how much people can influence mm -hmm. a person. They can tell you you can do something, then you feel like you can do it. And you say that like it's a dangerous thing. Mm. You know, it's like, I, I'm just going to say personally, I have made people idols and not in the best sense hmm. not because i wanted them to be an idol and i mean an idol anything that's separating you from health love well-being mental peace stability it needs to be cut off <laughs> it needs to be, you got you have to kill the idol not mm. the person but the idol you have to kill the idol in your mind it has because it's killing you if you don't kill the idol it's going to kill you and everything can be going great, but there's still that thing that needs to die. It's like a gnat or a fly. It's like it just keeps buzzing around. Eventually, you have to go like, you know what? <laughs> it's either me or you, and it's going to be you. So sometimes our attachments, we need to, it needs to be cut, and then we need to realign it. And that's what's happening to me in a lot in my relationships even with my mom who's no longer here, in my mind. Mm. It's still changing. Yeah. Did, let's separate it from what it was, from what hurt me, from what wasn't right, for what was weird. <laughs> All that that doesn't help me now, let me cut it and let me reframe it. And there's power in that because now nobody can dictate. See, I was told different things. What were you told? For my mom. Uh, when I would sing around the house, she would go, be quiet. You sound like a, I don't know, like something, like uh, whatever. And I'd just be trying to sing in the bathroom with the brush as the microphone. And then, <laughs> But I would still keep doing it. I would still be in things. I would still, I remember inviting my dad. They were divorced early on to uh, I was singing at a church or something event somewhere and I was doing a solo and I invited him to come I guess I felt confident but not all the way confident because I could sing with my eyes closed like just sing with my eyes closed like I couldn't look at the people and then he was so different he said Afterwards, he was like, wow, he said, that was pretty good. I almost clapped. 
but it didn't stop me. They were just never does. They were just being funny, I guess. I didn't realize I needed validation. So my brother, who's giving me validation now, I'm like soaking it up. Mm. Now this is the same brother that says, "You have a voice. You finally found your voice. You found your voice, and it's it's been through the music." And so when he heard my show, he was like, there's a lot I didn't know about you. And that makes me feel seen. And so now, because of this, being in this station and doing all of this, we have a, a different relationship. And yesterday, I, 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 I said thank you. And I said it to him in an adult way that we've never said, you know, those words to each other in that way. Like he's all mature. He's probably already like, wow, finally she's getting it. But all he can say now is like, you know, I told you. And he's he's really proud and he just saying appreciates the the niche, you know, mm-hmm. the, 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 the music genre, you know. And I don't know, just proud that I was a teacher, all that. And he's like, you're just re- creating your life where you're, you know, like, wow, you didn't even stop working and now you're doing something entirely different. So that's validating. And I realize I need that. And he's older. So it's kind of like coming from a parent in a way. So yeah, the validation I didn't get, but it wasn't that they weren't proud because right before my mom passed, we were we had just made the photos for the oldies concerts that we were going to get, you know, give. And so she blew up the poster really, really huge, but she passed away before she was able to see one of our shows and she was proud. And she did tell me later, later, later in life, how proud she was of me and then how she could look up to me. And that was a different wow. dynamic. She was proud of who I had become. And that was kind of hard to receive. It was very vulnerable. I can imagine. Yeah, because I wasn't used to that. I felt, I always felt like something was not perfect in our, in our family. And when I would try to speak to it and like, this is not right, they would go, be quiet. What are you talking about? It was like they all got it. And I didn't get it, you know. So tell me, Martha, tell me about, tell me about music. Mm. Thank you. Thank you. Because I realized from being here how meaningful it's always been to me. So I have a song that it's called, it's my current song, it's called You and Me. And it just says, you. it's a romantic song, but I sing it to God. And it's you and me together forever, you and me, just us two. And I play, it's by Rocky Robbins and I never, heard that song before but um, I dance to it I dance around I'm becoming whole with it 
Mm-hmm. And the reason it's so impactful to me and it's our song is because I came out of a real dark place where I had a loss of a spouse and then one one month later a loss of a brother and then uh, my nephew went to prison and then my son moved across state and I found myself in a place that I've never been and nobody could explain it to me or, or control they cared about me but nobody can do anything and I know different people get into different spaces in their life but that was mine I guess it was my turn and it was my turn to think wow my life was pretty good before this mm. so it was a really, really dark space that I had never. When was that? That would be, it began uh, seven years ago, and then it traveled all the way to almost this time to my time in the radio station, which has been about three semesters, I guess. This was part of my out. Mm -hmm. And I think that's why it's probably difficult to leave. So what's next for you? Where do you go from here? The That's station, what I was hoping the you stations would no out. more. <laughs> that was, how do we how do we keep this going for you? See, look at me looking for people to tell me. Look how much I'm absorbing what you're telling me. So I'm looking at you so like where do I go? And do I this morning I had this burst of freedom within myself and then I told myself I gave my permission myself permission to not have to go anywhere mm. I mean I don't mean um, physically or whatever but I don't have to miss a beat I don't have to I'm not I need to be free from this and extraneous things I don't need to depend on a studio or someone, there's something else for me. And when it's time to change, it's time to change. And when you stay too long in a space, when it's time to change, it's gonna stink. And you know what? Here's a secret. Deep inside, I do wanna move on to my own thing because I'll get to say what I want to say. And I work better alone. I think. Mm. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Martha, I think it's time for me to give you your gifts. Okay, what is it? A word? A validating word? The shaker? I think you know. No, I don't. The shaker. No. You seriously don't know? No. Oh, is it Oh, my God. What do you call this? Again? It's a lamb. A lamb. It's a little floral lamb. See, guys? <laughs> okay, so I have to explain See? now. I have to explain to our listeners that one day I brought in a... I, I brought in a you. bag full of stuffed animals mm. that I was willing to give away. 
The only person who wasn't in the room at the time was Martha. She didn't get one. And so now this is hers. She's she's getting her so little stuffed animal now. It's a <laughs> fat little fluffy round little thing face. With it's called a, it's called a squishmallow. You guys probably know about that. But oh, do you know you changed my life with this? I thought I thought a lamb would be nice because it's like a lamb of God, you know? Like there's a Give me a <laughs> Give me some music right here. I need to dance right here. Oh my God. Oh, thank you. Oh. Wow. What a time. What like a it? time. What a time. <laughs> Do I like it? I feel like this is my heartbeat. <laughs> I'm mean. Oh no one God. has ever given me a fluffy, plushy, plushy lammy. Oh, they should have. I shouldn't have been I the first. I love you. I love it so much. Thank you for Thank seeing you. me. Thank you for coming into my life at this time of my life. You didn't know me from Methuselah. <laughs> and here you step into my life like this. So you never know. This is a divine encounter. You never know what you have. So through everything that you have experienced, here you come stepping into an old lady's life, reviving her with your words, validating an old lady. You validated an old lady (laughs) and made her feel like important. You did it, you did it. And may all of that come upon you. Yeah, you saw me like an older person, but you saw me trying and you saw you were interested in the deep places, you know, and I'll never forget you. I hope you'll never forget me. Me neither. Because it's been an unusual little ride, huh? (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for including me. Thank you for coming and thank you for being my last interview. This this has just made everything sort of fall into place for me. My experience here, getting to meet you, I mean, this was just, it was just right. Wow. That's all I can say. Look at us. And I guess that's it. That's a wrap on Spotlight COD, and that is a wrap on Mateus Garone for COD Roadrunner Radio. I will not be seeing you next week because uh, this is it. Yay. 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 <laughs> Yay. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. If anyone's if anyone's a you know a loyal listener, hey Vanessa. Hey Vanessa, <laughs> how you doing? Eduardo. Eduardo, maybe you too. Um, thank you so much uh, v- for all you do to sort of validate me as an artist. And I hope that I was able to do the same for you. So thank you. Bye. <laughs>